To have a miraculous escape before a firing squad, to plunge headlong into a river from a runaway truck? Well, that's plenty of adventure for anybody, and yet it happened to Terry, Pat Ryan, Captain Blaze, and Connie, all within 48 hours. And today we find them damp and weary and forced to walk along the rocky Burma Road back toward the headquarters of Captain Blaze, a place now controlled by the Dragon Lady and her men. Today's transcribed adventure continues in just a moment. Terry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby's Tomato Juice, one of Libby's hundred famous foods. When you take a glass of delicious Libby's Tomato Juice, I wonder if you realize all the work and care that went into bringing you such a swell-tasting drink. Suppose you yourself were to make your own tomato juice. I mean tomato juice that's as good as Libby's, if that's possible. Well, first you'd have to get a garden with just the right kind of soil that would help grow prized tomatoes. Why, gosh, just developing prized tomatoes might take years and years. But say you did it. Then you'd press those tomatoes, and if you were extra careful, you'd have a swell-tasting juice. But you'd have to drink it right away, or can it quick as a wink, so that none of the freshness and flavor escapes. Anyway, it would be some job. And luckily, Libby has done it for us. Done it so well that folks everywhere, young and old alike, declare Libby's is the best-tasting tomato juice they ever tried. Then add to that famous flavor the fact that Libby's tomato juice supplies important vitamin C, A, B1, and G. Well, it's just too good to miss. And why miss it? Just tell your mother you want Libby's tomato juice. Libby's, L-I-B-B-Y-S. And now, Terry and the Pirates. Yes, there they come. Young Terry Lee, the unhappy Connie, the handsome husky Pat Ryan, and the roly-poly red-whiskered Captain Blaze, all plodding wearily back toward Blaze's headquarters. Let's join them in a moment as Blaze says... I wouldn't mind the road back if me feet didn't object, but they're barking at every step. Let's find the soft stone and sit down for a spell. Well, there's a spot over there. We'll be out of sight if anyone comes along. Come on, Connie. You can lie down and rest. You must be all in. No. Like I was saying, gents, old Captain Blaze isn't so dumb as he looks. I still have a few tricks up my sleeve, so I have. Well, let's see you pull a match out of that sleeve and build it a fire. Well, I could do with anything that looks like food. And dry clothes, too. Now, hold on, man. I said I'd see that he was taken care of, and I will. What year, Captain? Right smart soon. <laughs> Everybody thinks that old Captain Blaze put all his eggs in one basket. Well, they're all. What do you mean by that? Yeah, I could do with some of those eggs right now. If you bet that your feet me lands left up and away, and I'll show you what I mean. I'll show you that old please is as smart as you Hey, look at that waterfall. Well, where are we now, Captain? We're just about two miles from me diggers. From your headquarters? But this is all mountain walls. And I know, I know, so I do. But I know these parts. And in a few minutes, you'll get the right about. Okay. What about the food and shelter and all? Nothing around here but rocks and mountains. Aye, and a lovely waterfall. Don't it look pretty? Pouring down from up there among the rocks? Well, I have an eye for beauty, but 
Some food that looked like glamour gal number one just now. <laughs> Your eye for nature's beauty is something I'm ashamed of. What did you say if I told you? We have to get wet again before we could get dry. I'd say baloney. No, Pat, let's see this thing through. All right, Captain, what do we do now? Just follow me and do what I do. Watch me now and do likewise and you'll be safe. Why, look at him. Patty's gonna... Yeah. He's walking right... right through that waterfall. Say, that water's cold out there. Come on, you idiots. Come on through. Well, cold or not, here I go. Come on, Connie. Now, the bat won't hurt any of us. Yeah, go ahead, Connie. This is all new to me, but if we can get dry inside of a waterfall, then I'm all for it. I can think of other ideas of comfort. Well, here I go. Anyway, say, this is a swell hiding place. Fellow would spend all his time changing clothes. The reason we have to get soaked this time is because nobody is here. But if somebody was here, like Siri or Connie or Terry or any of us, then things would be different. You mean you can shut off the waterfall? Uh, of course. For a few minutes, anyway. Come here and see how it's done. You see this rope? Hanging down here? Yeah. Well, it's attached to a big log up overhead where the stream starts to pour over the rock. I just uh, untie this rope and lower the log. You can't see it fall across the stream, of course. I uh, lower the log into the water. Well, that stops up the fall of the water for a minute or two. That stops the waterfall. Look there, Pat. Now you can see out from here. The waterfall stops. Well, smart stuff. So that's the way you wish, Miller. And this is another digger's of mine. I'll just pull the log up again, and then I'll show you. Well, this is a smart hideout, Blaze. It's exclusive, too, so it is. Ain't nobody knows about it but me and my daughter, and for all I know, Terry's forgotten it. But let me show you how to get around here. It ain't a big place, but it's clean and warm, and I've got it well stocked. Now, then, here's the photo. Them extra clothes hanging up there. Sounds like you got a couple of lanterns, Captain. This cave would be a bad spot in the dark. Once you learn the layout, you hardly need a light. And over there, but I keep the food. Not much fun eating in the dark. <laughs> Always belittling, Patrick, but you're wrong. I've got a dining room that would delight the eye of a king. A view of the valley as far as the eye can reach. Now, I'll tell you what. You can all change it to dry dust. And then we'll eat a snack and hold a council of war. And a new man. Warm, well-fed, sleeping. Yeah, same here. But we can't lay around doing nothing. Not as long as the dragon lady is keeping April and Cherry prisoner. I know. But Connie is already asleep. Lucky guy. Now there's Nick Patrick. Stick these binoculars, and I'll point out the territory. <laughs> Didn't I tell you I had a dining room fit for a king? This ledge is the best eagle's nest I ever saw. You climb up from down below in the cave, and you have a view of the entire valley. Did you say the headquarters were April and Sherry and the Dragon Lady and all our... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I see the spot. 
Well, it sure is a wonderful view from here. We can see about five miles of the Burma Road. Here, here, Terry. Take a look through the glasses. Uh-huh. Hey, I think I see some people moving down that way on the road across the valley. Hey, you think it might be help from the Army? Let me take a look, see. Can't tell exactly, but they seem to be moving this way along the road. Well, we can't tell for sure until they get closer. Well, in that case, I'm going to get a little shut-eye, gents. Wake me up when you're ready to shove off, Terry. I'm a big man. I need my sleep. Go ahead, Pat. I think I'll make a telescope. It might come in handy on this next job. Uh, 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 what? What's a telescope? It's, a, it's one of the smartest gadgets I ever saw. It helped us another time against the dragon lady. You know Blake's all about it, Terry. I'm going to curl up with a blanket. Okay. Uh, what in thunder is a telescope, lad? Well, these binoculars are swell for seeing things at a distance. But you can't look around corners with them. Of course not. Nobody can look around corners unless... Unless they have a telescope. Exactly. Well, it seems to me that we need one if we're going to avoid discovery. Uh, I don't understand. Well, if you or Pat or I are found or seen, then the jig is up. We'll have no chance of saving April and Sherry. Uh, of course, I appreciate that, so I do, but I... Okay. So we stay out of sight. And the way to stay out of sight and still find out what's going on is to have a periscope. You mean a periscope, don't you? Well, yes, in a way, but the kind I rig up is a little different. And it will help us see over the tops of rocks and around corners and all that without anybody seeing us? That's right. Now, what I need is some strong cardboard and a couple of pieces of mirror. Well, come on, let's take a look at the storeroom. Now, Regular, you have your looking glass and your heavy cardboard. So let's see how you feel the thing that looks around for I am beginning to think you have a head on your shoulders. Hey, Terry. Yeah? What's wrong, Patrick? Come here, please. Take a look through these glasses. I thought you were going to go to sleep, Pat. So did I. Maybe I have an alarm clock in my brain. Me and Terry were getting ready to make a, a, a do funny called a, a tetetic. Now, what's up? Use the glasses. And then ask me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. See them mighty clear now. Who are they? Them people we saw about half hour ago, way back there on the road. I said I figured they was coming this way, and now... Thanks. Unless I mistake him, we're in for trouble. But you said yourself that nobody knows about this hiding place but you and your daughter, Cherry. That's right. But just take a look, see through these glasses yourself. Now then, there's about eight people coming along the road. On horseback, is it? Yeah, seven or eight. Hey, that one woman looks like Cherry Blake. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking, too. See, uh, I figure that's cheery, all right. So what happened? What, why is she with those other people? It's all pretty clear to me. The dragon lady has found out in some devilish way about this hiding place. She's making Cherry show her where this place is. I can't make out the dragon lady. All those other riders are men. Well, take a look at that big fellow beside Cherry. That same thing. Yeah, it sure is. So they're coming here to dance. This is a pretty house you come. Now, wait a minute. They're still a good half mile away. We could clear out. Or at least hide from them. Why in the name of thunderation did Cherry bring them here? Don't forget, Captain. Everybody thinks we're dead. Now listen, I have an idea. We'll capture the gang. Idea number one. Yes. We'll disguise ourselves in their outfits. Idea number two. 
And we'll ride back and take over your headquarters again, Captain. Uh, that's ID number three, and I'm in favor of it, so I am. Cutting up and get that telescoping working order, Teddy Millard. I think we're going to need it. Yes, sir, we'll need a telescope to help in the dangerous job ahead because our friends are outnumbered. But they have the advantage of a surprise assault. And in just a moment, I'll tell you what to look for. I want you folks to know a friend that you're bound to like. This friend will never let you down when you're thirsty and hankering for something super special swell. Yeah, it's Libby's Tomato Juice. A grand-tasting drink that's popular with everybody. And here's why. First, only prized tomatoes, picked right off the vine in their fullest flavor, are good enough for Libby's. Their rich juice is pressed, then canned immediately to bring you that super double delicious drink you'll shout about. Ask Mother to get L-I-B-B-Y-S. Libby's Tomato Juice, now. You'll go for Libby's Pineapple Juice, too. Next Monday's Transcribe Adventure shows what can be done with a cherry scope. But more than that, it shows how four people can outwit twice their number by quick thinking and fast action. So... Let's get in on the fun and adventure that awaits every good friend of Terry Lee and his companions.